and welcome to Blaze Pod. It's Friday, the nineteenth of May. My name's Ben. On the line, it's Andrew. How is the off season finding you, my friend? I'm all right. Myself, it's boring though, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's like, weird. I mean, it's very weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's sort of. I was. I messaged my mate yesterday. So he were. Uh, he's not really into football and stuff. And he was sat in a pub with Peterborough fan actually. Mm. And he said, "Oh, you know, uh, they're playing Wednesday tonight, aren't they?" Because you saw on the promotion high. And I was like, "I'm a bit down that it's all over." Do you know what I mean? I'm <laughs> like, oh, I, I couldn't wait for the season to end in terms of my health. But now it's ended. I'm just like, what another game? It's brilliant when you're winning every week, isn't it? So... <laughs> it's good. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely embrace that feeling ahead of next season, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, definitely. Right, we're going to move fast today because we're going to do player ratings for mm. the entire squad, excluding players who um, played less than 500 minutes who we'll, we'll just cover off quickly. There is the potential for United to announce their retained list mm. uh, while we're doing this because I think is today's the day or possibly tomorrow. Apparently but... they've got to submit it by, to the EFL today. I think that's... Right, oh, outside the Premier League, it'll be in fact, won't it, uh, today? So, yeah, I guess, um, yeah, it's probably more likely to be announced today, I suppose, than tomorrow. Yeah, today being a Friday, but we'll see, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, if that does come out while we're recording, we probably will talk about it another time. But I've got Twitter, um, yeah, I've got Twitter re- refreshing it just in case something comes up. So, yeah, nice one. So, uh, oh, I need to get my timer ready, don't we? So, uh, well, before we get to that, so. Yeah, let's let's just set the table here. We are, as we do every year, we're going to rate every player out of ten, whole numbers only. No, no, you know, no cowardly decimal places in this. We just go whole numbers mm-hmm. only. I don't know what you've picked. You don't know what I've picked. We get an average rating out of that, obviously. Um, and yeah, every every player is going to get a rating. We'll go through it from goalkeeper to striker. We'll talk about each player a little bit, but we're going to set a timer, as we always do, of three minutes maximum time to talk about each player. Um, let's have our three timeouts again if we feel like we need to go yeah. in greater depth. There's a, there's a few here, obviously, would merit uh, more in-depth discussion, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we start with our first player rating, let's just cover off the players who featured but played less than 500 minutes this season. The first name on this list did surprise me. Daniel Jebison did not crack 500 minutes. He got 400, mm. played 492. should say all these, um, we're, we're, from a statistical point of view, we're only looking at uh, league games here. So when we cite goals and assists, we'll just talk about um, uh, what they did in the league. But we can obviously bring up how players did in the Cups as well because yeah. it all factors in, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Rita Kadra, 388 minutes, one goal. Mm. should say Jebison, goal and an assist. Uh, our blaster played 74 minutes. Karen Gordon played 74 minutes. I would not mm. have remembered that. That must have been a way. Still right yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, I uh, he, he he got injured, didn't he? he? Got cramp in that game. That was when we were in a peak cramp, injury yeah. crisis. Yeah. Uh, Willa Sula 52 minutes. Jilly Biabu made his uh, his debut. Sash Dev, I think, played at Stoke as well. 60 yeah. minutes. Jordan Amissa off the bench for. Uh, Wes wanted um, had his, his toilet mishap um, at Luton. Uh, Andre Brooks as well played a very yeah. brief cameo, and uh, Ishmaela Koulibaly made a very brief league appearance as yeah. well. Any of those you want to discuss briefly before we do actual player ratings? I think the one that stands out is the first one you mentioned, didn't it? Jebison. I think he has made big strides this season. Still loves to learn, and in, in an ideal world, he goes out on loan to a championship club next season. But He's definitely showed more for us this season than he did last. I think when he came back from Burton, 
Um, we were all expecting this because he got like 12 goals or whatever. We were mm. thinking this this guy's red, and he looked a bit out of his depth, and he even got overtaken by Asula, didn't he? Uh, in the pecking order. But the end of last season, the cup, yeah, in the end of last season, this was sorry, yeah. But this season, Millwall in the cup, Hull at home, Sunderland away, and his cameo v Preston. Four four performances there where you could argue that he was man of the match. Um, and that's a massive step on, and he's still only 19, isn't he? So. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Like, he's got another, what is he? I've got the, the numbers here. He's got another two months of being a teenager. Which mm. <laughs> is yeah. crazy when you think out. It'd be fantastic if we could get him out in the Championship next season, but with the financial constraints, you might have to keep him. I'm not sure. Yeah, the the away performance at Sunderland that you cited that was that was the eye opening one of like whoa, hang about this kid's uh, yeah he's a bit further on than I thought he was actually based on that form. So of course he got injured in that game. He got then... injured, really frustrating. He got injured after Hull as well. He scored against Hull and got injured after yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and obviously um, you know it was, was looking good in the in the cups and then got that red card against Wrexham, which put him out for three games. So mm. you know, and that was a um, uh, what's the word? It was a, it was a self inflicted. Red card. It wasn't like he was, you know, Correct. Un- yeah. unfortunate. He yeah. was really good in that match. I forgot about mm-hmm. that one actually. He was really good in that game as well. He was, yeah. Um, so it's a frustrating season for him, I'm sure, but for me as a fan watching him, because just when it felt like he was getting on a bit of a roll, it stopped again, and it became a very stop-start season for. Yeah. And it wasn't for him falling out of form. It was that he got suspended or he got injured. Um, yeah, I think if we'd stayed in the championship, I'd be looking at him as like. Could have a big role to play next season. Mm. Premier League might limit that, but yeah, as you say, probably will stick around. But yeah, overall, you know, encouraging signs. I, I do think. I mean, I, I don't know what I don't wonder what every United fan thinks, obviously. But yeah, just keep in mind he's still a teenager. You know, just because he's been yeah. around for a couple of years in the first team, it's not like his development stalled. I think. I think he's yeah, he's he's on a he's on a good trajectory. I'd, I'd like to see. Um, I would like to see him involved with us next season. Um, even if a championship yeah. move probably makes more sense. Um, Kadra, big disappointment. You know, he, yeah. he he did score that one goal at Swansea, which was a big moment, as we alluded to last week yeah. when we did our 10 big moments. But overall, just a, a massive disappointment. And yeah, he's, I don't know. I, I thought he was going to have a much bigger role to play than he did. And the fact that we got rid of him, uh, presumably with an inkling that we wouldn't be able to bring in a replacement, even if Hecuba didn't totally know, is quite revealing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing. The fact that we cut losses on him and comfortably went up without him mm. shows that he wasn't missed and it, it just didn't work out. I think he showed promise in certain games. Sunderland at home, if you remember, he came on and was really good mm. um, against them. And I think he had a decent cameo away at Watford as well. Obviously, a, a, um, a decent cameo away at uh, Swansea where he scored. In fairness, what I'll stick up from him is he played a couple of games at wing-back, didn't he? This was he like did. when we were having our, all our ridiculous injuries. But... He just I don't really know where he fitted in, to be completely honest. I, su- I suppose if Endai hadn't have been as good as he had been, mm. then he might have played some more behind that. But he wouldn't, he's nowhere near as good as Endai. So I think looking at how he's done for Birmingham as well, I think the next move for him will be lower championship, I would have thought. Yeah. I suppose his, his minutes were limited because Endai and then McBurney were way better mm. than I think most people probably expected. Mm. Um, but yeah, he, he didn't... Um, he didn't do much to convince fans that he should be playing on the on the reg. I don't think did he? Um, no, no. Who else we got on here? Asula, I really like the look of. Like he, he is. Yeah. I, I watched that um, under twenty ones game the other day, the semi final. Um, and it, it's hard to. It's so hard to judge ability at that level. I think because he's playing against 
children essentially and it's under i mean you know 21 you're 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 an adult man but yeah yeah um, yeah he is physically so far ahead of a lot of people at that age group in the in the level that we're playing at um yeah. i saw he's been linked with a, a loan move to bristol rovers today yeah like, get him no, in offen- the no offense to bristol yeah. rovers but i mean i was I've been mulling over our like next season's predictions, and we'll return to this season's dreadful mm. predictions on another podcast. But <laughs> I, I was I was wondering about floating the the possibility that Asula might uh, play more minutes for us in the Premier League next season than Jebison does because he looks I don't know he's he's a he's got explosiveness with the ball he, he hits the ball incredibly hard like you know mm. he's just smashing it back past goalkeepers. Um, and yeah, he's, he's physically extremely well developed. He's also sli- he's only like two weeks younger than Jefferson, but he is still a teenager, yeah. so still developing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he barely featured for us this season, but he's he's one I've really got my eye on. Is like could be something. I know quite decent. Rotherham, I know Rotherham were interested in him last season uh, when Paul Warmer manager. But mm. if Rotherham keep that in, that'd be a great move for him. I think mm. you know someone like Rotherham. Cardiff, maybe someone like that. I don't think he's going to go to a top-end championship team yeah. um, because, obviously, he's not he's not shown anything yet. He went on loan, obviously, at Derby this year and did OK without really breaking into their team. But he's up against the, the magician that is Didzy, isn't he? So, um, but, yeah, I'd like to see him this season go out to a championship club. I think I, do, I, I agree. I think he's shown more than Bristol Rovers, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Misser, I thought, did, uh, did perfectly fine mm-hmm. in a... You know, tough circumstances, if we're being Really, honest. I were really nervous when he came on because it's his debut. He's never played a professional game before, I don't think, until that. And he pulled one really, really good save off. And he and Burton, I think he's been in and out of the team, but mm. pulled a fantastic save. You sent it me uh, for Burton a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that was an insanely good save. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. That was like the penultimate game. I think it was like the game that clinched survival for him. But yeah, um, yeah, that was that was very good. Uh Koulibaly, I don't know. I've seen him a couple of times in the cups. He, he looks okay, but nothing, nothing to get me excited. He's, he's one I'm not. I'm really surprised that. Yeah, I'm really surprised. I've seen a lot of people with the retain list, and they, they've got him in it. And I'm thinking, I just don't know what he's based on. Gamer opinions. People might have seen stuff that we've not seen. I just think he looks like a a, a skillful player, and but he, he's done nothing to suggest that he's any better than. Like Fleck to yeah. me or anything like that. Yeah, that's the exact name that was uh, on the tip of my tongue as well. He's just ten years younger, and maybe there's something in that. You yeah, know, maybe yeah, yeah. you see the potential there in rolling with it for another year or two, <laughs> see see how he kicks on. But I don't know. I haven't seen anything from him that I'm going to lose sleep on. Uh, lose sleep over if he's on that release no. list um, no. whenever it comes out. Um, and then yeah, the rest is uh, is players right at the start of the career. You know, Andre Brooks, Jilly Biabu. He's a bit older than I thought. Actually, he's um, he's, he's uh, coming up to twenty two years old. So um, yeah, interesting to see what we do with him. I suppose Gordon is mm. also going to be twenty one next week. Possibly time for him to move on, like just for his own. Going to have good. to be. Yeah, I think it's going to have to be. Um, I just don't see how we. It's the it's the. The area that were the strongest for a start mm. defense, especially that side as well. You know, we've got whatever you think of Basham next season. We've got Basham. We've got an L, um, and you're probably we're probably going to bring a couple in, aren't we? Despite the fact people have decided that we're not bringing anyone in because we said we've got no money, we will be bringing someone in. I would have thought. So I think he's going to get pushed even further down. So. Yeah, Andrew... I mean, he didn't even play when you know when Anel were out and Basham were out, and we played Baldock at right centre out. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd... yeah. I'd... If I had to guess, we'll probably see a similar sort of Tyler Smith type deal for him, where mm-hmm. 
he mm. essentially goes on a free... Actually, is he out of contract? I don't know if he is. I'm not sure, to be honest. I, I couldn't tell you. If he's not out of contract, then I would imagine we'll see the sort of free transfer with, yeah. uh, you know, incentives in our favour, a bit like we've had with Tyler Smith to Hull. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and good luck to him if, if that's how it, how it turns out. He's certainly not disgraced himself in the games that he's been... I mean, he, he hasn't been... Like uh, naturally integrated into the team, has it? In, in the time no, he's played for, it's no. been like, oh my god, we really need you. <laughs> like, we're just going to play. He did, you he's done well, you know. He's, I don't think he's been like. He, I don't think I've seen anything that suggests, you know, oh, this guy could be the next Harry Maguire or anything like yeah. that. But I, he's he, he came in in really really difficult circumstances last season when we got battered at Coventry with him in the team. But the other Egan and Robinson were arguably worse than him in that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he played. You know, he was steady as anything against Blackpool away and Barnsley at home. That I remember. So yeah, I think he's got a career ahead of him definitely. Mm. Yeah, no doubt in my mind on that regard. Yeah, uh, it looks a good defender for sure. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I hope he gets a, a good move if that's what it comes down to. Um, just like Tyler Smith and Regan Slater did, you know, yeah, gone to be good, solid players. But I think Regan Slater was Hull's uh, player of the season, right? Yeah, yeah. Congratulations yeah. to him. It was weird. And when I got the uh, when I was going through my end of season awards, I was looking at the Hull City view from him. A lot of people slagging him off after our, our game. Um, so yeah. I was obviously turned it around there to a degree. But I know they do like him. I think they've got a song about. Fifty thousand pounds, you know what a bar. I can't remember what it is, but basically saying, you know <laughs> what a, a bargain. Classic. Yeah, it's a classic. That's <laughs> it. The, the old classic, fifty thousand pound. What a bargain, champ. <laughs> <laughs> right. Player ratings. Should we? Right. Should we get started? Right. We, so we, we'll we'll take it in turns. We'll both speak about each player, but we'll we'll take it in mm-hmm. turns to uh, to lead off. Um, so we'll start with the goalkeepers. Who, yes. who, do, you, who do you want to discuss first? Is there's two? There's Wes Fodringham. There's Adam Davies. We're giving both a rating out of ten. I'll let you. I'll let you pick where to start, mate, and go first. What you fancy? I'll go Wes. I've, I've not looked at anyone else's ratings, by the way. I've avoided dead batch report. Not watched Sheffield that way. Uh, I didn't um, listen to Red Off when it got to there when they were talking about the player ratings and stuff. So I might have gone higher because I've got a feeling um, not a lot of people rated him this season as much as I did. But I've gone for an eight. Okay. Um, I think he's been consistent. I think 17 clean sheets in 40 matches is what he's got this season, which is almost half his games. I know it's a team effort, but that's brilliant. Mm. Um, and so that means with Fodringham in goal, if my maths are right, um, and it's probably not, he's, <laughs> we've we've conceded a goal every 113 minutes, which is phenomenal. I'm not going to challenge your maths on the floor. Yeah, well, sure. hopefully no one's been sad enough. But, it, it sounds and, good. Uh, yeah. And I just think we we take we're almost taking it for granted. We said last season um, we just need a normal goalkeeper when Alton were doing what he was doing, and then Verips obviously. And you know we we I think we I, nobody sort of thought was Fodringham was going to be the long term number one when he came in. He was like, oh, this guy'll be second, maybe even third choice behind Simon Moore. And I think he deserves massive credit for just becoming an established number one and becoming... If he does leave us, I think he'll get a new contract. But he's absolutely going to a championship club after. I think he's... This is probably the best football he's played in his career, I would think. And I just think he's been really consistent. He's not been perfect. I think his kicking's poor. There's a few goals at his near post this season that he probably should have saved as well. But I just think he's one of those people that you don't really have to worry about in, in mm. the championship. He's... One of the positions that he's not, he's almost, although he goes down every game, he's almost at fit every match. If he didn't get sent off uh, twice this season, he'd probably be looking at 44, 45 games this season. Yeah, yeah, there's only one game he didn't start, um, like, by choice, and that was the last game of the season, right? Yeah, and, and that yeah, was that's it. Yeah, he missed, he missed five due to suspension. 
Mm. So you're giving him an 8 out of 10. I've gone 7 out of 10. Um, mm. Yeah, I think I started at 8 and, and knocked him down a bit. Um, he, he took a step back this year to, to like into what's probably closer to his real ability, which is a decent yeah. championship goalkeeper. I mean, he's... Um, uh, so some of the advanced stats is, is post-shot expected goals minus the goals he actually conceded. So basically, how how did he perform with the shots on target that he faced? Put him right around league average. Like last season, he actually yeah. saved us some goals, whereas this season, he, he basically conceded as many as an average goalkeeper should. Yeah. Save percentage was down a bit. I can't overlook those two dumbass red cards as well because they were very, very avoidable. One was a fight after full time. The other one was that disaster at, um, at Burnley. I have to knock him down a little bit for that. Did it, did it cost us that? It possibly no. didn't, but it might do if he does it again. Don't do it again, please. Yeah, very both, good point. Very is it kicking that I'm mo- mostly worried about, to be honest? Yeah. I think it's... There were times when, in that little period where we struggled, I can't remember what game it was, and there were about four instances in a row where he just booted it out of play. And I'm like, Whoa. I can't remember what it was. Everyone were getting really worried. It might have been Luton. Matt, everyone getting really worried and frustrated, and it was just, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad to have him, and he deserves a shot next season. Um, but I think, as the time expires yeah. there, I think uh, a team with more money than us would probably look to bring in an upgrade, but we don't have much more, much money. I'm perfectly happy with him being our starting goalkeeper next season. Yeah, he, he deserves I, think a shot. Big, I think there's bigger things that need doing, and this brings you on to the next one, really. I think what I would like to see is better competition. Like uh, Ben Davis, what's his name? Adam Davis. <laughs> yeah, uh, Adam Davis agree. next. Uh, I've gone for a six. Okay, let me uh, start the timer. All right, go on then. Sorry, yeah. and I, I, Sorry, I'm just trying to sort of uh, entwining the two because I think we definitely need better competition for him because I think Davis had some really poor moments. A six is... I've given him a six because he had some great moments as well. Um, obviously, the penalty save against Wrexham and the Norwich pen save are the yeah. two things that stand out. Didn't really let us down against Cardiff and Bristol City, but not convincing in really any of the games that he played. And I, I always got that feeling, and I might be being harsh, that we were almost playing with like a rookie goalkeeper. Mm. And he's not a rookie goalkeeper, but it were almost like, right, just keep it away from Davis. Luckily, the team were good enough to, in the in the games against Bristol City and Cardiff, to barely you know limit into any chances. So... Um, but yes, yeah, six for Davis. I've gone one lower. I've gone five. Um, mm. Yeah, mixed in a, a mix of shakiness and some outright nightmares. Let's not overlook that. I mean, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was just. He, he did look like a total, total newbie at Wrexham, particularly. Um, Wrexham away was it? A, 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 that was very style goalkeeping. Yeah, he was. Uh, he, he was at fault at Burnley. All right, we're down to ten men. We're playing the league leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he had a shocker against Norwich. I know he redeemed himself with that penalty save, but like mm-hmm. he was the reason we were two 0 down. You know, kicking it mm-hmm. against Pookie, and then that other yeah. one they probably could have done better with as well. Penalty saves, great. You know, I don't know how like replicable that is. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, a goalkeeper should get credit for that, but you you don't re- you don't typically have a goalkeeper because they're good at saving penalties, do they? Because they, they <laughs> yeah. might only face like three or four across the season. As it happens, he ended up facing an absolute load for some reason. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm not that bothered about replacing him. I, I think a backup, I think as a backup goalkeeper is okay. The, the thing I'd probably ding him on is when he's been like thrust into games, you know, having to come on for, because uh, Wes got sent off. So it's probably only like one or two times has happened. He has looked sh- he's looked shakier in those occasions than mm. when it's just been like, okay, you have to play the next game, and we know we have a full week to prepare you. And maybe a backup goalkeeper, you would want someone to be better at just stepping in and being better. 
I'd like him to be third choice. Obviously, when we went up last time, we bought Fodringham and we already had Simon Moore, and I think we should be looking at something like that. If we're not going to... Money's going to be tight. I think... Personally, I think Wes deserves a shout. You know, he deserves a challenge, should I say, mm-hmm. uh, in the Premier League. But I want a proper backup. You know, somebody who's really going to push him. doesn't have to be someone spectacular. Just someone who's a... You know, we know it can be a steady goalkeeper in Premier League level. Yeah, I wouldn't want to spend money on it, though. This is where I'd go the no. other way. I'd, if there's the opportunity to bring in an upgrade on Fodringham, then that's what I'd do instead. Like, you know, oh, yeah. oh, spend yeah. the money I'm, on that. I just think there must be some free transfer goalkeepers out there, maybe yeah. backups at uh, Premier League clubs, or, you know, who we could bring in and to, to really push Wes. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if you... I'm not, I, I'm not saying you're wrong here. I don't know if you're overestimating like the ability of goalkeepers are going to be available for free transfer. Possibly, yeah. Well, yeah Possibly. Who knows? Yeah. Wow, we talked about backup goalkeeper. Three, three more minutes. <laughs> That's impressive. Um, okay, next. We're moving on to the defenders now. And uh, let's, let's let's pick up the, the joy. I'm going with George Baldock. And uh, I'll go first this time, if that's all right. Um, I've got nine out of ten, straight same. in there. Big old rating. You saying the same? Nine out of ten. Same. Points? I'm delighted you've said this because I thought I might have been a bit high in this, but I'll let you go first and I'll give you my reasonings. So I, I looked at all the uh, the stats on FB Ref for um, for every player and like um, you know compared their percentiles against the other players in the same position in the championship last season. And stats are not Baldock's friend. Like if you just look at his sort of scouting report on FB Ref, you're like, eh, it's, it's kind of mediocre, you know, like. I think it's probably because a fullback in today's game is quite a creative position, and he's he's just not that good at it. Like his, no. his uh, expected assist numbers are better than I thought. They're, I think the sixty seventh percentile, but things like progressive passes, carries, dribble, uh, take ons are all below par. Um, but he's he's about more than the stats, isn't he? Like yeah. if he could score or create more, he'd, he'd be phenomenal. But He's. I think he was really pivotal, sort of attitude-wise as well as performance to turn around, turning around that little slump we were in. Yeah. Um, I, I probably maybe I've gone sentimentally a little bit high on my rating, but I, I think he deserves it. I have him as my as third on my player of the season same. list. Yeah. Um, exactly. Same. And I've got to call out that run and tackle and scream at the linesman against yeah. West Brom as <laughs> one of my favourite moments of the season. And the thing is, when he came back into the team, uh, Baldogs, he were obviously out for a bit. I think he was solid pre-Christmas. Not really spectacular, but solid. And then after his injury, I think he were arguably our best player in the running. Um, I think he really do think he were up there and die um, in terms of what... It might have not meant as much, you know what I mean? It might have not uh, been as important, but in terms of just performances, he, he were fantastic. Uh, but when he came back against Tottenham, which was his first game back for a while, and he did that challenge on Perisic. Oh, yeah. Perisic down for... And I was like, that's what we've missed that. Because that's obviously in the middle of the slump and Bogle had just completely dropped off. And it, and it sounds ridiculous. It was just, it were a bad tackle. Really, but, <laughs> he like, won the ball, that, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But was like, sort of, yeah, but it was just sort of like, yes, that's what I want to see. This would be, I remember, because it came sort of not for, I think it was the game or a couple of games after we'd lost to Millwall away. And I went to that game and we were really like Rust and we weren't getting stuck in and stuff and Millwall bullied us. And I'm like, that's what we need. And then his game against Sunderland away, where, again, it wasn't spectacular. I think I'd probably give him a 7 out of 10 in that game. But just the aggression mm. and the and the uh, the energy to, to take his forward and stuff. And, look, Bogle was being real competition this season. And I think we all thought probably Bogle were going to be the, the first-choice right wing-back by this point. But I don't think there's any debate now. We're going to next season, Baldock shirt. He's seen off Kieran Freeman and they've seen off Bogle. Yeah, no, I feel I feel great about having him start for us next season because uh, we're going to need mm. to defend a lot more than yes. we did this season. 
Yeah. And he, that boy is extremely good at defending, and you know and he's done it before. Get... Yeah. Even in this, even in this relegation season, he was still one of our better players. Mm-hmm. Agree. Right. Well, should we talk about our uh, our other right wing back next? Mm. And that is Jaden Bogle. Go ahead. I've gone five. Um, I was really excited about him coming back. I think we all were. Um, and he had some good moments when he first came in. Um, mm. And we saw a lot of like, oh, this is what Bogle can give us at ball.com. And I just think he completely fell off a cliff. <laughs> Basically, from Middlesbrough onwards, he became, it would sort of end a Stevens-style regression. Well, I'll stick up for him and say that he had no pre-season and he'd just come back from a long-term injury. So that might have been part of it. Maybe he was just gassed, you know. But I remember, you know, Luton at home, Millwall away, um, Middlesbrough, uh, he, he were really, really, really poor. And I think we saw such an uptick once Bulldog had come into the team that I can't give him more than a five. Yeah, I've gone five out of ten as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, two goals. I think both came in that Stoke game, didn't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, two, yeah. And a, a single assist. Yeah, he, he really um, he took a step back this year, Bogle, for me. And mm. obviously he struggled with injury again, which is a concern. Um, and that obviously had a knock-on effect on his performance. Statistically, he remains one of the most creative fullbacks in the Championship. And he... He should have been tailor made for the way we played this season, but yeah. as you said in that in the second half, he he looked completely out of it, just so tentative on the ball. Like we said it a few times, it was as though there was a invisible line he wasn't allowed to cross when he was getting mm-hmm. forwards. Um, and yeah, it was rightly replaced by Bulldog. I, I still think he's he's got a more than useful role to play next season. I know I've just said like just pencil Bulldog in; he's he's the number yeah. one, but. Yeah, particularly when we're inevitably chasing games, I think he will have a role to play. And he's only 22. That's another thing, you know, yeah. remember that. Oh, yes. I mean, you know, I wouldn't get rid of him or anything like that. I think that they're two. I think you need two players in every position, probably even more in the Premier League, but realistically for us. And I think those two are, yeah, I'd say he's still young. I'm not going to write him off. And hopefully a pre-season behind him, you know, may, ensures that we don't see the drop-off that we did this season. Yeah. yeah. I just, oh, just really hope we see him look confident on the ball again and be more aggressive and take chances with it because we're going to yeah. need that as well in the Premier League. We're going to need someone with individual quality, I suppose. And he definitely and has that. Who... He, he did well in the Premier League the last time we were there. I'd say, yeah, that's what I'm about to say. He, he's, he's another one who came out of the, the awful Premier League season with a little bit of credit, I think. Mm. Um, so I think we're all right in that area, to be honest. Yeah, hopefully. So, yeah, I'm not, I, I think he had a... Average to poor season this year, but um, I'm not really concerned about him because we have Baldock. Like if mm-hmm. if, if Bogle was our only right wing back, okay, that's that's a priority yeah, 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 area yeah. to look into next season. Yeah. But he's not, so I'm I'm perfectly happy with him being involved, like in rotation and coming off the bench. And who knows, maybe he becomes, maybe he takes a big step forward next season and becomes like a really really good right wing back for us. But mm. we shall see. Right. Five seconds left, so I'll just uh, cancel that one and we can move on to the next player. Uh, let's do... Uh, should we talk Reese Norrington-Davis? Remember him? Yes, I do remember him. Yeah, <laughs> what are you going for? Uh, I've gone for six out of ten. Uh, I've gone for seven. Okay, so he's for me, he's a, he's a hard one to judge because he only mm. played 14 games worth of minutes, played 1,200 minutes. No goals, no assists. He, he and in those you know fourteen games with, he was kind of flipping about between centre back and left wing back. You know, he yeah. played quite a few games at left centre back. I love his athleticism and his attitude. You know, he's he's got a bit of that edge to him, that sort of 
aggression that Jack Robinson has, I guess. And he was certainly one of our standout performers in the first few months of the season, which which built on that playoff second leg against Forest last season, where he was, yeah, I think, he was yeah. probably our best player. Um, he's probably he's, he's got to contribute more going forward. I think he's uh, he's below league average for. Uh, shots, assists, XG, and expected assists compared to other fullbacks. But who knows? Maybe that had arrived if he'd if he'd not got that really bad injury and missed the rest of the season. But yeah, overall, I, I um, he's another one that I just sort of pencil in. I, I hope he's starting at left wing back for his next season. Yeah, I, like I say, I'd give him a seven. I actually think he was more of an eight uh, when he actually played. Mm. Uh, I thought he was really solid defensively. We were a massive reason behind that fantastic start that we had. Really surprised me how good he was at left centre back, actually. Mm. Um, and I think that might be his position long term. I'm not sure. Obviously, got into the, he's in the Wales squad and stuff. He would have gone to the World Cup. That was really disappointing for him. But I can't give him more than a seven because, as you said, it was just brought 14 appearances. Yeah, uh, 15 starts, 15, but 40, 15 it, starts, it adds up yeah. to 14 90 minutes. Yeah, and I, like I say, I think he was solid, and I think he would have absolutely nailed down that left wing back role if mm. if he'd have stayed fit. Um, and I think he's definitely the best left wing back at, at the club. And I just, I just hope this injury is not setting back because he would just he, 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 he were all right last season. I think we we're probably both getting like a six or something last season, and I think he put a step on from that at, at the early part of this season. But I just hope he comes back and he can carry on that momentum again. He's, he's another young player, so. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's played a lot of games now, hasn't he? For, I mm. mean, he's, he's 24, just, I think it was his birthday yeah. um, last month, I think it was. But um, mm. yeah, he's played, a, a, he's gone through the leagues on, on loan. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he'd have been a really big player for us this season if he'd not got that injury. And it's, what was his injury again? It's, it's not, is it his hamstring as well? As well as Brewster? Yeah, it was, yeah. So I, I, heard, I can't remember, it's something, something like his arm, he had to have surgery on his hamstring. Like he, oh, and uh, then they had to have more surgery or something. I they? think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, God knows what's going on there. But hopefully he's, um, well, hopefully he's back in, you know, proper training for, for pre-season and then, uh, yeah, starting starting left wing back for his next season. As it happens, Jack Robinson was uh, was was more than capable of filling in for him, if you like, which we'll, we'll get onto in a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've gone six out of ten. You've got seven out of ten for <laughs> Norton Davis, and I'll just wait for the timer. There we go. Right. Uh, we're talking of no, we're still on the wing backs, aren't we? Um, should we do Max Low next? Maximum Low. Max, Max Lowe's as Berkshire played. Uh, me, I, I love that. I still call him Max Lowe's. He didn't. He didn't mean to call him that. It was a typo. Uh, I've gone six. <laughs> which might be harsh because he was great when he came in but then he got his injury mm-hmm. and he never really got back to those levels um, he had to play a lot of games due to injuries but I always felt he was like the weak link to be completely honest you could possibly persuade me a seven but realistically I think we're talking six yeah I've gone six as well um, yeah. he was uh, he, he was better than I expected him to be mm. but I hope he is the backup next season um, mm. it's 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 weird. So for the second season running, he's put up some like very big numbers in the sort of counting stats for defensive metrics. So like, you know, did he's in in terms of how many tackles he actually made? He's in the ninety ninth percentile. He's like ninety for blocks, eighty eight for inception. Uh, inception. So you know, he, he does he he does a lot of defending and he does it pretty well. You know, mm. but how much of that is from other teams? like targeting him a little bit. I, I don't want to knock him too much for those because those are really impressive numbers. Like, 
you know, if you were just searching who's the best defender in, if you're just looking at stats of like who's the best defender in the championship without actually watching any of the games, he probably appears on a lot of those lists just because he's I so think he high got, in all those numbers. The, was it the Fort Mob Team of the Year or something like that? I can't probably. remember what it was. I saw him pop up in like a Championship Team of the Year, on yeah. Yeah, it would be because of things like that, you know, from mm. the things that they can actually measure on a sort of large scale. He just does really mm. well at it. Um, his attacking output, though, is much weaker than I thought. He's, he's below average for uh, passes attempted, completion percentage, uh, carries, take-ons. Like, yeah, I, in my head, he's a good attacking wing-back, but actually it's kind of the other way around. And I don't know, I'm, I'm not I'm not sold on him. As I said, he's better than I thought he was, or at least he, he played better than I thought he was this season. We would have been in a lot of trouble without him. I think it, yeah. make, it makes a difference having him for sure. But um, yeah, I hope that he's a backup next season because Norton Davis is here and playing better. Uh, excuse me, he's, he's, he's staying fit. Yeah, and like I say, I, I feel for him a little bit in that he's another one who uh, got a long injury and then had to come back and play loads of games mm. due to the other injuries. So I do feel for him in that. And I think there were times where he looked tired and leggy and I'm sure would have loved to have rotated him. I think... It was probably our weakest player against Man City, which don't bode that. I know Man City are a different kettle of fish, but don't really bode that well for the Premier League in terms of that we're going to be under the cosh a lot, like we were. Mm. Um, and although you've just completely proven me wrong with your <laughs> actual stats, I don't think he is the best defensively. I think he switches off and he gets caught out. In, so, and maybe that's why his tackling stats are so good, because he's often having to make tackles yeah. due to his own bad positioning. So, um, But I don't want to slag him off, because as you said, he were, he's, he's been... Up until this season, he's been a complete waste of time, let's be honest. He were awful in that Premier League season. Then he went to Forest, got them promoted, which were a bad thing for him to do. Mm. Uh, and and then, But this season, he's has showed us something. And as you said, he he's absolutely contributed to this promotion. And without him, it would have been a lot tighter, I think. Yeah, for sure. Five assists. It's not bad. Um, no. Yeah, no. His, his expected assist numbers are not quite at that level. No. My biggest takeaway from him in terms of moment of the season is when he scored against Sunderland and all the crowd thought it was Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, myself included, yeah. Matt yeah. scores, Rian Brewster, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember it's Gary Sinclair and Elster, didn't he? And everyone's like, yeah. shut up, man, it's not Max Lowe. <laughs> uh, turns, turns out he knew all along. Um, yeah. Right, I think we've got one wing back left and... Uh, and Ender Stevens, <laughs> what, what, you, oh. what you gone for? This might not be the full three minutes. What, what have you gone for? I've gone to Ender Stevens. I've gone for a three. Yeah, same. Um, which I think is the second season running. He's got that mark, which is just the nine starts. Am I right? Yep, you're right. Yeah, a couple are absolute shockers. Burnley first half. I mean, look at people might say, "Look, I think you were up against Benson, weren't I?" Um, in that. And, he, and him and Robinson both got absolutely hammered. Um, and I know Baldock were up against Teller, but you know, he, he, on the same side in the away fixture, you look how well Baldock did, and it probably goes to show how bad Stevens did yeah. in that particular game. There were other games where he just, he just, we all know, don't we? Do you know what I mean? I, I think the best you can hope for Ender Stevens now is being steady. Mm. Um, and he did that on a couple of occasions. I think the last game of the season were probably his best game of the season, actually, against Birmingham. But. I don't like saying it, but it's over. Do you know what I mean? It's done. I think literally what I've written down. Yeah. Yeah, I just think if the retain list comes out and he's on it, I don't understand it even from a financial point of view because I've absolutely no doubt there's League One players who will be able to put in better performances than Ender Stevens has put in the last couple of years. 
I've written this about another play, but it, it probably applies here as well. Like this, it's got to be a fair chance that Ender Stevens is among the ten best paid players at Sheffield United. Absolutely. I mean, you think about the contract there; he absolutely deserved, and I don't regret giving him that. Contract yeah, yeah, same. He, he deserved it. He, I mean, once he's left, Ender Stevens, as the years go on, he'll start becoming the legend that he should be. You know, because of his what he did initially for us when he first came. We'll, in. we'll do a he good should... tribute episode, mate, definitely, because he does. Yeah, and it. he deserves that. And this is why it's so horrible slagging him off. It's not like we're just slagging off someone who's been here a couple of seasons and we said, "Oh, he's not really doing anything." This is a guy who's been part of like some of the best moments we'll ever have. As a Sheffield United fan, you know, and, and some fantastic goals as well. The one at Brighton in the Premier League were probably the best of the season that year. Mm. Uh, but like I say, it's just done. It's 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 time to go. And it, it, as you said, the the wages and this is what worries me with Fleck, with Fleck as well. I think he'll be in the top ten wages, and Billy Sharp will probably be in the top ten wages. And I just think you can get better players for the, what we'll be paying for the likes of Ender Stevens. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be alarmed if we're seriously entertaining a new contract for Ender. Um, yeah, you don't you don't need stats to know that it's it's over, and it has been for a few seasons. He, he did get a couple of assists, but overall, I'm grateful that he only had to play 790 minutes um, because yeah, he he just like the player that he's been for the last three seasons, two and a half seasons, yeah, three and yeah, a half seasons. It. Yeah, this is what I mean. Right, three and a half seasons. This is him. You can't say. I think we all thought initially bad run of form, and then we thought he'll be all right in the championship. And then halfway through last season, we're like, "Mm, this guy's probably probably had his time now. Yeah, he will leave with my blessing, but it is unfortunately time for him to leave, uh, as it is time for us to stop talking about him. Um, Right, go on. Dealer's choice, mate. Who do you want to talk about next? I'm going to go for my second number nine, my second place uh, of the season. Armored Odds Etch. Yes. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't remember what I was listening to. I think it was Football 11. They, they pronounced it differently to how we've been saying it. So. Akmed Odds you get a lot a- of. Akmed, yeah, whatever he's called. An yeah. L. Right. <laughs> Great signing. Obviously, started off like an L's on fire. His standards, I mean, that, I, I could see some people saying nine's a bit high because his standards slipped. But I do think that was down to glandular fever. Mm. And... He wasn't terrible when his standards slipped. He wasn't. He was just below what he'd shown for that initial, you know, incredible start that he had. And I thought he ended the season fantastically as well. And yeah. can't underestimate his goal threat. Um, as I said, nine might be high because he had a couple. He had about a month worth of sloppy games. I think. Um, I remember Wrexham away was terrible, uh, but oh, yeah. he was a match winner. And as no, that pitch, I gave him a pass for that. But yeah, that pitch is like yeah. a you know, it's like an ice rink. It could barely That's turn. Fair. That that is very very fair. And like I say, I, th- I think he deserves a nine. And I think he's definitely been for me the second best player this season. Um, and like I say, he's a match winner and for a defender. That's a remarkable. Uh, r- remarkable asset. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I agree with nine and I agree with uh, silver medal in my player of the season thing. Mm-hmm. I think he's been simply superb. One of our better signings in recent years. You know, he had that stellar debut, which I regrettably missed, but, you know, had everyone raving about. And then, yeah, I don't think he really has tailed off from there. I mean, maybe a slight flattening off. I mean, but looking at his numbers versus other centre-backs, he's just absolutely smashed it in the Championship yeah. this season. He's, yeah. His his lowest percentile grade for goals, shots, assists, dribbles, tackles, interceptions, touches in the opposition box is eighty nine. So he's basically in the top eleven percent of all centre backs in the championship for those things. He's mm. he has the potential to be like a really really good Premier League defender. He's an excellent Championship defender. He's another one that just seems to like 
you know, he seems a perfect fit personality wise for the club. Mm. He's, you know, he's, he's got that, um, he's got a bit of swagger about him, a bit of aggression. Mm. He doesn't shirk anything. He seems like, you know, model professional. There's six goals in the league, are phenomenal. Got a couple of assists as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how he does in the Premier League. It's obviously going to be a, a step up in level for him, mm. but I'm, I'm confident. I think. Yeah, the, unlike I was thinking this, unlike our last promotion where there was a lot of unknown about our team, there's a lot of players in this team going up that I'm like, I, I think these will be okay at least in the Premier yeah. League. And yeah, I, I think he's a better defender than we realise as well. He's yeah. not. Had, it sounds ridiculous, this, but he's not really had to do that much defending for the for the majority of the season. And some people might look at the Middlesbrough games and even Millwall. I don't think he played at Millwall in fact, but at the Middlesbrough game and say, well, you know, he's come up against decent attackers and we let three in. I saw him at home against Tottenham, up against you know uh, Richarlison and then Harry Kane and uh, what's the other guy called against BM? Mora. That's him, Mora. And he was absolutely superb in that centre half position. And I think he's better def- a better defender. I think we'll probably see that next season. The only thing that made me think about knocking him down really was do need, the fact. Do you need that... a timeout? Do you need to talk more? Just one one second. The only okay. thing that but uh, to knocking down which is the amount of yellow cards they got <laughs> largely for kicking people in the face while attempting yeah. a rookie <laughs> um my not remotely bold prediction is that uh he doesn't play another minute of championship football like i say now is 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 top top tier only um but you know i sort of thought that about Sanderberger. i don't think he would play any championship football either and look at that it's gives two full seasons uh right so we're on to center backs now i'm going to do a less interesting one but just to tick it off and move along uh and that is Kieran Clark, who played uh, surprisingly 664 minutes. <laughs> who, who knew that he managed that many minutes? Uh, I give him a six out of ten. I, I, I thought he did okay when he was fit; like he just wasn't fit very much. He got a couple of goals, two goals uh, in those in those um, 600 odd minutes. He never looked uncomfortable, apart from his debut when he was on the wrong side at, um, at Watford, if you remember, when he yeah. started at right centre back, yeah. and that was he looked terrible in that one. But I thought every other time I saw him play. Look absolutely fine at championship level. I'm pretty sure he will be playing in the championship next season. He's he's not one I'd look to bring back, um, especially given his age. He'll turn 34 before next. Uh, excuse me, 34 before the end of this year. And as it happens, we didn't really need him because Robinson played so well anyway. But um, yeah. yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. I can't say it's a successful loan signing, but he uh, he definitely didn't let us down when he played. No, I, I've given him a six. I was impressed when he played. Uh, we just didn't play anywhere near enough. Um, mm. He went grey. He went out that long. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, seven starts. Uh, I've got written down here. I don't think that's enough for a lone player to warrant yeah. um, signing him next season. Real shame because I'm really impressed. I, I quite sort of when I, you know, when the the when I saw him back in the squad and stuff, I was thinking, oh, this is, you know. That's a real boost because I don't really think he had a bad game other than that Watford one, but mm-hmm. you can't give him more than a six when he's only played seven games, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's only just over the cusp of getting a, a rating at all in uh, mm-hmm. in this exercise. His uh, highlight of the season, probably at Wigan, when he got undressed at the corner and uh, ended up charging back with his shirt in his hand, which is... Bizarre! He's had two, two moments this season for a man who's not played that much. One is that one, obviously, where he... Yeah, well, someone took his shirt off and he's running up <laughs> over the field looking like a, a a pitch invader. And the other one, as I said, like he came on the pitch and everyone got hang on, he's gone grey. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, I don't think we need to say anything else about Kieran Clark, do we? We can uh, we can nah, move it on. along to the next one. Um, so we're on to defenders, obviously centre backs. Uh, who, who do you want to talk about next? 
I think Jackie will throw himself. Uh, Jack Robinson. I've gone for an eight for Jack Robinson. Yep, same um, here. Yeah, I think nailed down the left centre-back role, as you said. And I think he's a real genuine cult hero now. <laughs> um, his mad tackles are part of the match day routine. <laughs> <laughs> he's sort of, you know, every match we get one of those. Oh, he's coming. <laughs> mm. um, and I think his career at United has been summed up by that Burnley game during the 5-2. Where... Mm. Oh, he made that awful error. Scored an own goal, then made an awful error for the second goal. Second <laughs> half, he was fantastic defensively and obviously got himself a goal. And that was like his, you know, that that's that's been his arc at United. And yeah. never thought I'd be saying, you know, we're going into the Premier League, and I think Jack Robinson absolutely deserves a new contract. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I've uh, I've, I've just written down tone setter because that's yeah. what he does almost every yeah. game. He has one of those crunching tackles into someone. Possibly will fall foul of that in the Premier League, but he, I yeah. think we definitely need an upgrade. Even though I, I want to keep him because I think he's fine as a backup. I think if he's playing as many matches next season as he has this season, it's going to be pretty. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. But yeah. then again, he's another one who did at the end of last end of that Premier League season when Heckingbottom came in. I remember he's you know against Everton and against uh, who did he play last Burnley, Burnley. and he was really really good in those games. I think he's got, he could he's definitely got a role to play. He was really good against Tottenham actually as well. And against yeah. Man City, apart from the goal where he, him and Egan just sort of run backwards, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's uh, yeah, I think he's, he's he's a decent defender. I'm all right with him, you know, being the start, the day one starter next season. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we will bring in another left centre back because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's just him and Norton Davis, and I would imagine we're thinking Norton Davis at wing back. Um, yeah, chipped in with a few goals. He got three goals. Obviously, that one at um, against Burnley, as you mentioned, was uh, was nice. Long throw is handy. It might be even handier next season, if you'll excuse the pun, um, just because mm, we're, we're yeah. not going to be as on top attacking uh, yeah. uh, as much. Pass completion percentage is in the bottom quarter percentile compared to other centre-backs, which is a bit slightly alarming. Like you know, just, That just keep... doesn't surprise me, though, I have to admit. It, it doesn't, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, just one to keep an eye on, I suppose. Um, and he's a very good tackler. He's in the 98th percentile for dribblers tackled, so the percentage of times that somebody tries to dribble past him and he goes no way tackles him yeah um yeah, yeah I, I think cool hero i don't know if i'd put him quite in that echelon but i he uh he's brought a smile to my face more than a few times this season and uh yeah a bit like baldock he's he sort of there's been times when this team has not been clicking completely and then we've had to fall back on we're just more aggressive like you know we're just stronger faster we're going to work harder mm-hmm. run harder flatten you when we need to and him and Baldock are kind of the two main architects of that, I think, to just give us that that baseline of, like, we're just going to be really hard to beat and you're going to hate playing against us even when we're not actually playing that well. And, yeah, I, I give him a lot of credit for being um, one of the main players that does that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, other centre-back. Uh, let's talk Basham. Um, this is a hard one to rate, as we, we actually discussed before recording, didn't we? Before yeah, yeah. As usual, I imagine we've probably gone for the same thing. But I went for a 6 out of 10. I've gone for a 5. I started at 5 and I went up to yeah. 6. Because his numbers, his stats are still remarkably good. Like I'll, I'll try yeah. and bring them up while we're talking. I was stunned at this. He's in like, you know, sort of 80, 90% for a lot of like defensive metrics and also attacking metrics as well. Um, mm, so mm. the numbers are still good. So maybe I'm being a bit harsh here, but like... Um, 
Yeah, I, I think so. I, I grade him slightly lower than he possibly deserves, and you've obviously gone even lower than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. some of it is due to the arrival of Armand Hodzic and seeing, mm. like, this is what you could really get out of a player who can get forward and get involved on the I attack. Also, I also think that, in fairness, Sebastian, the, the, the first part of the season he was playing left centre-back, which he's really, really struggled with, which I don't blame him for. He's never played there before. But I can only go on performances... I think he's done some good things, but I think he's done some bad things as well defensively. Um, I'm happy to have him again next season. You know, I'm not, I'm not like sort of like, oh god, we've got to play him. But I, I, I would be really concerned if he plays more than like ten games. Yeah, I'd, I sort of want him to retire. Like he's, he's got another yeah. year and uh, on his contract after this this summer, obviously. Um, mm. And I'm sure he won't. I'm sure he'll feel that he can still contribute next season. I'm mm. sure he can still contribute next season, but I, I kind of, he's, he's just one of my favourite players of yeah. the time I've been supporting United. And yeah, I sort of want him, want to see him just sort of stroll off into the sunset with another promotion under his belt. Um, played way more minutes than I thought. He played 1,700 yeah. minutes, which was, uh, it was just short of what Doyle and Mackety played, just to give some context to how involved he was. Didn't really contribute that much either, I didn't think. You know, he got a couple of assists. Of course, he didn't score. He's still not scored since Leeds away. And as usual, just sort of falls apart when he gets into the opposition penalty area, well, got, which is... Yeah, so we've got three highlights from him uh, from this season. And one of them is the, the Mazer run at Black, Blackburn. Mm. <laughs> Do you remember that, where he took like five players on or something like that and then just sort of fell over and did the weakest shot anyone's ever seen? <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I do, actually. Sorry, in the away game, yeah. Yeah, um, the tackle away at Swansea that set up the mm. the goal, you know, I think he tackled, brilliant tackle. They wanted a penalty, oofed it up, next minute Kadri scored. And then probably my favourite moment from him is that triple tackle against Tottenham. You know, when he's gone oh, into midfield and he's unbelievable. That. You're just like Sat that. on the floor. Come on, yes! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolute legend. And I, I feel bad for giving him a five, but I just don't think he's had that good of a season. Um, yeah. and I think he's been pushed down the. Which we we needed it to happen. It's it's all like very well being sentimental and stuff, but we needed Billy Sharp to come out of the team. We needed Basham to come out of the team. We needed Stevens to come out of the team because the, you have to replace him eventually. You do. And the uh, Wrexham away game and uh, a couple of other times oh. Huddersfield away. I think which are all right, dead rubber end of the season. Huge red flag from a physical point of view. Um, mm. Yeah, so that's what I mean about wanting to. Uh, Wanting him to stroll off into the sunset, really. Uh, right, I think we've got one defender left. I haven't missed any. Yeah, that's what I've got. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that is John Egan. Do you want to talk about Egan? I've got an eight, Mr. Consistent. I think mm. he's really underappreciated, Egan. I know he has his faults, but I can't think of any outright bad games he's had this season. I think even in the games where we've struggled, he's probably been the best defender. Rex and away were awful, but he was definitely the best defender out of him, yeah. Basham and Um And I think we're just taking for granted now. I think... It's almost like, uh, oh yeah, Egan's playing. You know, he'll, he'll probably miss a header. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think we just—he's an absolutely like, fantastic centre half uh, at Championship level, um, and I think he's the nearest person we've had to, to Chris Morgan. He's probably better, mm-hmm. Chris, to be completely honest. And for all his rubbish headers and stuff, he's got two really important goals for us this year: uh, QPR away and Wrexham away. Um, mm. Last minute equalisers where we had our head in his hands, if you remember, when he scored 
we didn't want a we didn't want a replay. So uh, what do we know? Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that again. That. I think, like yeah. I said, like I said last week, you know, I'm, I'm embracing cup runs in future because they they clearly don't derail promotion bids because we managed to yeah. get semi final. Uh, he got another goal as well at uh, Wigan. I think it was Wigan or Blackpool. He did, Blackpool. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A header actually at Wigan. Yes, yeah. actually got yeah. the target. Um, most minutes played in the whole squad by a distance, actually, mm-hmm. by almost 300 minutes. Uh, and I've said this before, availability is an asset, particularly mm-hmm. the amount of injuries we've had in the last couple of years. Um, he had almost 50% more clearances than the next highest player as well. The second most combined tackles and interceptions. The finishing is shocking, like genuinely shocking. Is the the second biggest underperforming finisher in the entire squad behind a player we've not mentioned yet. He's got two goals on four and a half XG. Um, and I think he scored five goals. Scored what's he scored? Six in his career, seven in his career, um, off like seventeen xG in his Blades career. Um, yeah, it's it, it really does need to score more goals, basically. But did you yeah. give him an eight? Sorry, right. I did give him an eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's a rock. He's he's you know you're right to mention Chris Morgan. I think in yeah I've said this before. I think but in sort of ten fifteen years we will be saying like ah. Oh, you know, we're desperate for, to find the next John Egan. Just we take him for granted, and uh, Liam, who we do mainly pod with, he's always. He, he, we were talking about. So I can't remember. When he said like, if you could meet one United player, it would be Egan, just to say, look, we do appreciate, it, even though, like, <laughs> you know, you never. He, he just goes under the radar, and I think he, we, like I say, he's one of those. Once he's gone, we're going to miss him. Yeah, he just stays back, defends. Is he, the man you want in a crisis in terms of yeah. you know if we're really well, under the cushion. Well, not club captain, Billy Sharp is, but sorry, mostly on the pitch captain. Yeah, probably uh, will have the armband next season, won't he? Yeah, yeah. If Billy Sharp leaves, you imagine he'll become club captain, which I'm absolutely fine with. Yeah, and he's another one who did not disgrace himself at all in the Premier League, so I'm not no. at all worried about him starting and yeah. hopefully playing all 38 games for us next season. So, um, yeah, good. Another good solid season for me. Can I give him an eight last season as well? So, um, yeah, that's the, that's kind of fitting, really, because he is yeah. Mr. Consistent. You gave him a six last season, man, you. Did I? Blasphemer. Yeah, that's. I, I looked it up. I was a younger man. Right. That's all the defenders. Uh, so let us move into midfield. Where would you like to start? I want to go for someone who didn't really play that much in midfield. It didn't seem. Ben Osborne. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a six, which might be high. This because I've given more than Basham, mm. but he had to do every position again. <laughs> like he seems to have to do every season. He played. Central midfield, right back, uh, right wing back, I should say, left wing back. He had to play like an attacking midfield role, a defensive midfield role. And he never really lets us down. He doesn't have the quality. Uh, but the effort and versatility has absolutely made him an asset for me this year. And the mm-hmm. fact that he can do so many roles has definitely helped us. And I, th- I think I pushed him up to a six because of his performance against Tottenham, where we were absolutely superb. Mm-hmm. Uh, right wing back, he did his little triple gazer. <laughs> Uh, flicks over the head uh, against them and like I say I think he he's not a player that if he gets a new contract I will not bat an eyelid if he gets released I won't bat an eyelid it's one of those if you know what I mean but it's um, I do think he's been a big big help to us this season just just purely because he can go into any position and give us a 6 out of 10 yeah well I've gone 5 out of 10 which but I don't broadly I don't disagree with what you're saying and I I definitely think we should look to retain him um Mm. The fact that we don't have much money and he covers off a couple of positions at once means we should definitely look to keep him. He's a he's a handy player to have around. He's you know uh-huh. stats wise, he's a good progressive passer. He's an above average dribbler, which I was surprised to see as, uh-huh. in, as compared to other Championship midfielders. 
really good numbers for shot creating actions and expected assists. Um, yeah, I, I think he's done all right. He's just got the you know he got the one goal against Norwich, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. He didn't actually get an assist, but as I say, his expected assist numbers were uh, were decent for a midfielder. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a fitness concern. I mean, this this sort of it's obviously un undeclared what he's yeah. with at the minute, but it sounds like from from the way Hecky described it, and obviously the rumours, it sounds like it was a uh, a non footballing head injury. Let's just go with that. Yeah, um, and yeah, maybe yeah. we were just being sensible and like, look, we're, we're promoted. We don't actually need you. Just you know, take your time. Just have have the summer off basically and, and come back next season. He's in Vegas with the rest of the squad, I think. Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't really know what's obviously going on with his injury and stuff. That obviously when the initial the initial rumors come out, it's like he's a career ender and stuff like that. I guess we'll see. He's out of contract, so yeah. there's no. Yeah, I think it'd we'll be a mistake see. to let him go. Put it like that. I think, it, like I say, I think he can just do it. I don't. Again, he's another one of those players you don't want to see start more than three or four times, to be honest. But mm. bring him on to see a game out or whatever, you know. And and there's another one who. In that relegation season, was all right, not brilliant, yeah. but all right. Yeah, another one who who I think could come out with it with some credit. Yeah, I think my attitude towards next season is informing this a little bit. Like, I don't have high expectations for next season. Mm. I'm almost like, let's just get through it. Like, let's, let's try and have some good moments, obviously, while, yeah, while yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, but like, yeah. I, I expect us to get relegated, and I I think mm. the club should plan accordingly. And yeah. Have another year of Ben Osborne. You don't have to worry about you know backup left left back. You know emergency central midfield, even right back. Yeah, even right back because you've got a player there who can do it, and then you can you can put some of your limited budget into other positions instead because he's already here. Probably won't command a big you know big mm-hmm. contract. I wouldn't have thought to have another year playing Premier League yeah. football. Um, right. So yeah, you went. Uh, excuse me. I went five. You went six. Uh, another midfielder. I know John Fleck here. I just went four out of ten. Um, I've, I've gone five, so we've sort of reversed from the the Osborne thing. I've gone a little yeah, bit higher. Yeah. So a couple yeah. of useful contributions, and in, in mitigation, I missed the Watford game because um, mm-hmm. uh, my daughter had just been born, and I, it sounds like that was his best performance of the season. So you could definitely talk me into bumping that up a mark. I was overjoyed with his goal against Preston; like that was a real highlight moment of the season for me. You know, just yeah. sentimentally, what a lovely thing to see him get one more goal for the Blades, and I do think that will be his last appearance for us because I think time is up. I can you can talk me into a small role for him as a backup next season, but it's mm. it's hard to make a football case for keeping him, particularly as you alluded to earlier, probably a top ten um wage at the club, I would imagine, for what is basically an average championship midfielder on pretty much every metric. And um mm. he couldn't stay on the pitch, you know, for he yeah. obviously had the really you can't legislate for the collapse against um, uh, Reading last season. No, you know that's, no. that's something that could happen to anyone at any um, any age, it seems. But yeah, he, he couldn't stay fit this season. He only played a touch over a thousand minutes, eleven hundred minutes, one goal, one assist. Yeah, we. I don't know. It's another one where it would make slightly more sense to keep him than Ender Stevens, but. To me, it's only barely more, and he's another one that uh, I will have nothing but fond memories of when eventually yeah. I leave. I think he might need a move for him. Uh, I think mm. injuries have caught up with him. He, he's, he at times he looks much older than thirty one. Mm. <laughs> um, he, he, you, know, you look at him, and you think he's thirty five, thirty six, just the way he plays and stuff, <laughs> um, and then all the injuries and things. But I think he, he needs. If I was him, I'd move. If you want to carry on playing, because you're not going to get a run of games in the Premier League. I think you were all right at times this season. Burnley at home, Watford at home, probably two highlight games. Um, came on and did some nice sub appearances as well, if I remember rightly. Um, in, in certain games where he came on and sort of 
slowed things down a bit and and used the ball well. But I think I just think he, it's another one. It's, I just think it's over. I think it's time if he wants to carry on playing, you know, football consistently. I don't think he can do it here. Yeah, yeah. It may just be uh, you know we sort of did this with. Paul Coots, didn't we? He wasn't old when we let him go. He obviously had that really bad leg break, which is, mm. you know, Fleck fortunately hasn't had an injury of that severity in terms of, you know, the, the time that it put him time out of the out, game. Yeah. But yeah, it may just be, look, you, you're going to need to drop down from the championship even. Um, yeah. If you, if you want to be a regular player anyway. But then again, I, you know, I could see someone like Preston picking him up or something and maybe, you know, getting into their team and stuff. Yeah. And I'd like to see how he gets on with the run of games to see if he can get some fitness back up because I think that's the biggest issue. Yeah, and like Coots, wherever he goes, I'll uh, yeah, you know, they're not yep. quite going to be second team stayers, but no. I'll, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on him and wanting uh, mm-hmm. wanting nothing but the best for Fleck because yeah, uh, top top player, loved uh, loved seeing him play for us, but um, yeah, it's probably probably time up for him. That's all I think. Reet, uh, another midfielder, go for it. Uh, I'm going to go McAtee. Uh mm-hmm. I'm going to go an eight. I think pre World Cup it was probably a three. Post World Cup probably a nine, and maths fans will tell you that's an average of six. But <laughs> I don't live by the rules, so it's an eight for me. Uh, I just think Renegade. it was so so important post World Cup. So many big moments, you know, Norwich, the goal at Norwich, Cardiff to get his level terms away at Sunderland to get his level terms, Bristol City, mm-hmm. two amazing goals against Blackburn and Coventry. Pre World Cup, I wanted him gone. I'm not going to, you know, I mean, I thought he's offered nothing. He, I think he got one goal against Black, Blackpool, but. He couldn't even get in the team when we had a midfield of Osborne, Arblaster and Norwood. Uh, he were on the bench for that game against Cardiff. And that sort of turned it all around. But post-World Cup, I think he's the only real person, in Baldock, the only people who can really rival and die. Yeah, he was a huge player for us down the stretch, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, the third most combined goals and assists in our, in our team. Nine goals, three assists. So just behind the two strikers and Jai and, um, and McBurney. That's massive from midfield. You know, this team has not had goals from midfield until uh, Berger got like six last season, I think. But generally, it's been a very low-scoring midfield over the last three years. It, it doesn't look as like ready-made as um, Gibbs White or Njai do, uh, but I'm confident it'll be a Premier League regular in the next couple of years. Mm. For that reason, I'm not sure. I, I would love him back next season, but I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it could be very beneficial to us or he might flounder a bit because he's his defensive numbers uh are next to nothing um so that could be a concern if we do bring him back next season but goal scoring creativity creativity absolutely off the chart he's in the ninth percentile for dribbles uh mm. take-ons touches in opposition box progressive passes received goals expected assists like yeah he, he really did become a championship star in the second half of the season Fascinating to see what Man City do with him. I, I don't think they'll have any interest in selling him to anyone because I, I think even at the age he'll turn twenty-one, I think before the end of this year. Um, but even at that age, surely they're not going to be thinking, you know, move him on, get some. No, they'll him. they'll keep him. What I will say, if we can't get him back, is I want to know probably for the first time in ages this season how good we've played on the break uh, and we've, we're going to have to do this and he's been a massive part of that just you know the goals like I say against Blackpool and Coventry but they were, he, he missed like three or four chances for us on the break one against Wrexham obviously where yeah. uh, he pushed it wide and stuff Blackpool, we need someone Blackburn to... in the cup he had a couple Blackburn of one on ones yeah yeah, yeah. Um, we need somebody to replace that sort of creativity in that I won't say he's got explosive pace but he has got a bit of pace um, so if he's not going to come back, we could absolutely do with somebody sort of replicating that role. 
yeah, great dribbler. Like just mm. you know, really good control. He's so hard to tackle. This is you know, compared him to Grealish before, and mm. yeah, that's that's what he he makes me think of sometimes. You know, I doubt we'll get to that level because that's like super elite. But yeah, yeah, yeah as, as a yeah. sort of profile of a player, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, I yeah. I hope we can get him back next season, but I. I don't know. I, I can see ups and downs of doing so, but I, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd rather see it for us than for someone else. You know what I mean? And then absolutely have yeah. that. Um, uh, what's the word when you miss out on something? There's a there's a phrase for this in there. Um, whatever. I was going to say buyer's remorse, but it's not that at all. It's when no. you, you feel like you missed out on something. People know what I'm on about. Um, well, you talked about someone having a you know really poor start to the season and then a um, a bad end to it, and I think you say the same about Norwood. Uh, I've gone eight out of ten for him on balance, mm. just the same as McAtee. So for two thirds of the season, I thought he was our most important non and jai player, and he yes. was carrying on that excellent form of last year um, that he showed once Heckingbottom took over. If anything, he was even better. I wrote I wrote uh, an article for the Pinch uh, the World Cup break. And he was like, all his numbers were ahead of where he was last season um, yeah. when he was really, really good for most of it. And I think it felt like that as well. I don't think it was just mm. the numbers thing. I think just watching him play, it felt like he'd stepped up from the season before. Yeah, but then he tailed off and he was rightly displaced by Doyle. Mm-hmm. And arguably that was uh, that was key to us getting promoted because he, I don't know, he, he wasn't the problem, but he was part of the problem. I think of that team suddenly floundering a bit from a creative perspective um, yeah, what, what do you think? I've got an eight as well. Uh, season two hours, but the opposite way to Dolan McAtee. Mm. I think recency bias could make you give him a seven um, and Doyle McAtee an eight. But he was just as important in that first half as they were in the second half. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah in the running for the player of the season up until that, you know, our blip as a, as, a, as a team. And then he lost his place and couldn't get it back. And to be honest, when he did come back into the team for those couple of games, he wasn't wasn't fantastic, but it was so important in that first half of the season. I think he absolutely deserves an eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a, he's another one who's out of contract, um, mm. and he's another one that I hope we uh, I hope we do hang on to. Cause yeah. I, I don't yeah. dislike him starting for his next season. I think he was he was okay in the Premier League second season, and he was he was good the first season. And I don't know. He, he just. You know, it's, it's from a physical perspective, it, it doesn't really concern me. You know, he's, he's no different, I think, athleticism-wise, as he was three or four years ago. And he's no, arg- arguably no. a smarter player now who has better players around him, which definitely helps. Uh, yeah. He featured in all 46 games as well, which is quite impressive. I think he was the yeah. only... I was one other player that did that. Um, but, yeah, um, he's, a, he's a, a consistent player in balance, I think. Uh, got a couple of goals, you know, very handy equaliser against Blackpool um, in that home game. So that would have been mm. quite embarrassing to lose that one 3-2 at home. Uh, don't let him take penalties anymore, please. Um, <laughs> if we can... Actually, no, I'm going I'm to save this point because we're going to talk about another player um, shortly. Uh, one, Just one small note on him to finish off. Pass completion was down to the 34th percentile compared to other midfielders. There's 73% pass completion rate, which is... Really surprising considering how many passes he plays. Yeah, Seventy yeah. passes a game. I do think a lot of that is because he tries these what people class as Hollywood balls. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's a good pass- thing that he's being more expansive. It is. It is. People say he's not he's absolutely not a pass it side to side player. He does pass it side to side, but he does it with his with his pings. He's yeah. not a, 
Um, I'm trying to think of someone. Um, Grimes for Swansea. Yeah, or Leon Britton. I was thinking of an old player for us where you just sort of keep possession but don't really do it. Paul Thurwell. Uh, yeah, that's good. One who right reminds me of that. It does try and make things happen. It, and I imagine a lot of it, I don't know if just past completion count of corners as well and free kicks and stuff. I'm not sure, but. No, I don't think it does. Is it not? But um, yeah, I think he tries to make. There's a lot of times where he'll put a ball over the top and it'll either just go out of play or the player's not ready or he'll go to the keeper. I don't mind that. I'd rather him try stuff. Yeah. Fair news. Uh, next midfielder, who do you want? Uh, we've got Doyle. Um, yep. Very similar to McAtee. Uh, without, I don't think without the massive highs, but also not the massive lows. So I've given him an A. Mm-hmm. Um, he was pretty unspectacular pre World Cup. Certainly not bad. I'd probably give him a six, maybe a seven. Yeah, decent, but didn't stand out. And then I think he once he took over from Norwood, he never looked back, and we just looked a far better attacking outfit. Um, fantastic second half of the season. Yeah, out of the two, out of McAtee and Doyle, I think McAtee's probably got the better career out of him. But I think Doyle might be more important to us if we can get one back. Mm, yeah, goal um, of the season as well. I think, to, you know, against Blackburn. It's a good shout. It doesn't quite crack my goal of the season. Uh, yeah, was, that's still to come. Yeah, just on that sort of, you know, which which one do you want? I think what I said about Norwood. I don't dislike him starting for his next season, but if we can pick up Doyle for a relatively low amount of money, like yeah, you know, think Callum Robinson money rather than Sander. Yeah, Burnley, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be absolutely ideal. It probably will cost more than that because he is a, he is twenty one in Man City. I wonder if we could get him on a loan with a view to a permanent. If we, you know, he's not going to make the grade at Man City. Oh, but... He's not. He's definitely not going to. Look, it's a push for McAtee. And McAtee's young. Doyle is not going to get in this Man City side right now. That's nothing against him. It's to do with the fact that Man City are possibly the best side of all time. <laughs> yeah. We've gone from like being the best side in the world to maybe the I mean, just hammered Real Madrid four 0 He's he's up again. You know, the, he must be looking for a move. Uh, and I hope that we, we've got the money to do it. And I hope that we can, if we spend a couple of, if, if we do spend money on a couple of players, I wouldn't mind at all if he's one of them. Yeah, I'd quite like to prior, prioritise him, to be honest, because um, mm. I think he will be a Premier League player in the next 12 to 18 months. Uh, and I'd like yeah. to be with us in the next yeah. zero months. Um, he's only yeah. 21 as well. So he, yeah. he's going to get better. And he's, he's coming off the back of two good championship seasons. He was, uh, it was Cardiff he was on loan at the season before, right? Yeah, Cardiff, yeah, yeah, I think he did all right there. He, he did really well. To... His, his numbers were very impressive. Like you know, uh, like chance creation and um, actual assists and stuff were really, really good. Um, so if anything, yeah, I was slightly disappointed with how his season started with us because they say it was pretty, pretty unspectacular. But the yeah. the underlying numbers were there with him. It was. I think I wrote this as well. Like you know, if he keeps playing, he's going to score goals and he's going to create goals because I believe he only had one assist at that point. Like uh, the, the thing is break. as well. He was in and out of the team again. He was another one. And another mm-hmm. one who didn't have a pre-season as well. And he yep, was in yep, and yep. out, injured out, you know, coming back in. On... Yeah, and I think once he got that consistent run of games, we saw his quality. Yeah, three goals, four assists. I also gave him an eight out of ten, if I didn't mention that. Um, mm. Yeah, he's, it, it, it was like, oh, it's it's Norwood, but what if Norwood could dribble and shoot, <laughs> you know, in, the, in yeah. the second half of the season, which is a good place yeah. to be. And yeah. Big goal at Blackburn, even if it, excuse me, at Sunderland, even if it was, um, you know, slightly fluky, it was still a good free kick that went in. And then that strike against Blackburn, let's just spend the next 20 seconds just talking about that because it was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> what a well, moment. He's going down in Blades history, isn't he? He is. He really is. Yeah, that was just a, a wild game and what a way to win it. And yeah, if he don't play for his next season, as you say, that's. Um, that one's going to go down in Blaze history. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, I think it's my turn to pick a player. So 
I'll mention him there. I'll go Sander Berger. Um, I've gone... I seem to have given all our midfielders the same, but I think they deserve it. I've gone 8 out of 10 for Berger as well. Um, I've gone 7. Actually, oh, okay. Fair mm-hmm. dues. Uh, well, we finally disagreed on one for the first time in about 10 points. Yeah. Uh, six goals, five assists. Uh, so that's the fourth most combined goals and assists. I thought he started the season off really well. Yeah. Went off the boil in the middle, which is possibly a bit of an understatement. And then he turned up for the final stretch. Compared to other midfielders in the championships, the championship is in the 80s percentile-wise for goals and assists. He was in the 90s for progressive carries, touches in the opposition box. I thought he he took over games towards the end. Um, yeah, he did. Which is he when did. we really needed him to step up after you know some shockers. Like I think he was really poor against Luton, I think it was, and yeah. Blackburn away. We, we just, no wall we, away. We're getting pelters from the from people behind me, you know, due to his performance. Yeah, we're just scratching our heads. Like, what, what's he doing? Like, we, yeah. we've seen him be good. We know he's good at this level. He wasn't injured. He just went completely off the boil for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I thought he just really turned it on towards the end of the season when we needed it. Um, obviously got that goal against... West Brom, which will, uh, yeah, another one that's going to live long in the memory. Yeah, uh, I love the guy. I think he's uh, an absurdly handsome man. I love, <laughs> I love, uh, I, you know, I love seeing these these little clips of him saying things like, you know, this is the best moment of my life, and yeah, yeah he, yeah. he does seem to love it here, which I I respect for someone who was kind of playing the Champions League and being linked with um, mm-hmm. Liverpool mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I respect that he stuck around and, and seen it through to getting back to the Premier League. And yeah. I'm quite excited to see him playing for a good Premier League team. Not a good, excuse me, not a good Premier League team. A team that is in a good place in the Premier League next season. Because... I mean, really, I think he's the most intriguing player to watch in the Premier League, even above Endai next season, mm. because if we keep hold of him, obviously. Um, because, as you said, he, he came into a new country and he was pretty poor under Wilder, to be honest, in, that, in both seasons, really. It'd be well, really it interesting. almost all went wrong from the moment. It Absolutely, yeah. Is it a more? I won't, I won't say a stable club, but more of a more of a stable team, shall we say? Yeah. With a, a manager who obviously knows him and stuff like that. I'm really, really interested. I think it's a massive season for him to where he goes next in his career. Is he going to end up back in Belgium, or is he going to go to the next level? You know, and, and maybe go to a I don't know a, a a European chasing team, maybe a Villa or someone like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'll give him a seven because I think he was our best player. Until his injury against QPR, and then I thought he were really poor during. And there were a lot of games during that post Christmas um, pre Sunderland uh, away, which were the turning point I think of the season, where he was. He were really lucky to keep his place, but he kicked on again and he ended the season brilliantly. Um, just a very very inconsistent season, which that's why I couldn't give him the same marks as. McAtee, Dole and Norwood have been inconsistent in their own ways, but I think Berger's lows were probably lower. I'm going to say higher, but yeah, probably lower. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I've just gone eight because, um, you know, six goals and five assists from midfield in a, in a yeah, season where you yeah. get promoted. It's, uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a solid contribution. Uh, Reet, uh, we've got any more midfielders? I think that's mid- it. I think that's all I've got, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're on to the strikers, so... I think that means we've got four players left. On the, uh, my Excel spreadsheet's all over the place. Um, where, where would you like to start with the strikers? Oh, let's go Billy Sharp. Oh, Shall we? Yeah. What have you given him? What have you given him? <laughs> I've given him a, possibly a generous four. I'll give him four as well, and I don't feel generous yeah. about it. 
Yeah, one season right, too far. Just one season too far. Mm. You've said before on the air, and this is so hard to do because, again, we're not slagging off the player for what he's achieved. But at times it was like playing with 10 men, I think, when he played. He did get some important goals against us, Wigan. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, Cruddersfield when we came back, that were an important goal. Uh, oh yeah, I love that. It's so so <laughs> shocking. Uh, yeah, uh, and he played a great display at home to Tottenham as well in the FA Cup. Yeah, uh, and I think Pete, I've seen the uh, keep Billy crowd pointing towards that as <laughs> like a reason to keep. It's like you were brilliant against Tottenham. We can do it again. Look, I don't, I don't want him to leave. It's horrible, and I can't think of him not being here. And I imagine he's great off the pitch, but I'm rating on the pitch. And I just don't see how you can give him above a four, and I think I'm possibly being generous with a four. You might be right, yeah. Um, all the usual I love the guy caveats yeah, apply yeah. here. And I was grateful for him around Christmas when he was basically our only fit striker. And mm-hmm. he said, he was rattling off the 90 minutes. That was, I don't want to overlook that because it was important because <laughs> yeah, we had no was, one else. Yeah, it was. We needed him. We needed him, yeah. And he was playing every minute uh, for like probably a five or six game run in the end. Um but yeah, I th- by some margin, his worst season for us since he resigned in 2015 or whenever it was when the Atkins season. Um, he underperformed his XG by the most in the squad, minus 3.5. So he's three and a half goals down on where he should have been and way below league average for shot creating actions, expected assists, passes attempted. His, his XG numbers were good. They were like 72nd percentile. So he, he still got the knack for getting on the end of stuff. You know, he's still got the, the knack for getting chances. But when. When the finishing goes, what's left? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. not very much. And yeah, I would it's... love to see how he get. I, I actually think the championship might be a level two month for him now. I, he's proved me wrong so many times, so who mm. knows? But I certainly think the Premier League is, and I think if we're keeping him, it's going to be down to what he gives us off the pitch and as club captain. And uh, I, I understand that, but I, I think it's really tough. I'd love to sit with a with a keep Billy supporter and sort of have it out because I'd like someone to convince me otherwise, to be honest. If somebody well, can convince me why he should stay, like in terms of what he does on the pitch, then, you know, I'd love to hear it. I was thinking about this this morning. You can, I can almost make the case for keeping him on a one-year deal, like almost just almost because it's going to be hard next season mm. and having him around in a team that is like so based on, you know, attitude and stuff I don't, it sounds a bit reductive but um yeah I, I could see the value in that but yeah from a footballing perspective it's it's so hard to keep him I'm going to use a yeah, time out here yeah, use yeah. a time out because we we haven't used any so far so I think we could keep talking a little bit here what um what percentage chance do you think he still plays for us next season I think it's 50-50 I do I think wow it's that high yeah I do I think it's a toss of a coin I, wow. I don't know where it's going to go I really really don't know where it's going to go Oh wow! I was thinking major outside shot after the, um, you know, the stuff at the parade where he's, he's obviously in tears and he's not in Vegas with the squad. I don't think is he. Did I make that up? No, he's not in the. No, he's not in the squad. But he's not. Or if he is, he's not being pictured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so I said, "Where's an L? And L's not there." And it's like he's just like a kid. He's a very understanding other half. If. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, we don't know and uh, respect the, the privacy of his partner. But, you know, th- that was like a three week process of um, his, his wife's about to have a baby. So I imagine, yeah, him 
disappearing to Vegas 10 days later or whatever is probably not the best idea. Um, I think it's a real outside shot that he's played for us. I, I'd be really surprised if he stays now, but I, I so hope he does. Like, I can so easily park all the logical arguments for saying toodaloo to Sharp because I know it'll make me happier if he stays than if he leaves. Um, I guess yeah. my best case scenario is he just decides to call it a day, hang up his boots, you know, another That'd promotion in the bag. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he probably wants to keep playing because it's Billy Sharp and he, you know, he he's got, he loves scoring against teams. He loves winding up opposition fans. Yeah, who knows? Doncaster seems a, a good fit for him. In the, well, they in League One. Yeah, League Two, League Two actually. League two. Yeah, it might be a bit too. Well, I'd like to see him in League get, One. But get like... Donny, fire Donny to League League promotion to League One. Him at Derby, who I know he hates oh, with Didza. <laughs> yeah, rekindle the dream. Yeah, I think those bridges are long burned at Derby. I don't see that one happening. That is a long shot. Um, right, on to anything else you want to say about Billy? We'll obviously talk at great length when he, um, if he does indeed. No, we'll we'll, we'll leave it until you know yeah. we we know what happens. I think. Fair dues. All right, Rianne Brewster. I've got baby. five, baby. I've got five out of ten. Um, I, I've I've gone three, so we're quite old. Mm. Interesting. Okay, so let, let me give you my argument. Um, five out of ten. He one goal, one assist, only five hundred and seventy minutes, so it amounts to just over six full games. Just that one goal, but I think he also deserves a lot of credit for the winner at Swansea. You know, it wasn't it wasn't your, your standard assist where you just sort of square it and somebody taps it in. It was all. His making, I guess, on the counter attack, shrugging Norton off it, uh, standing up the defender, putting a plate for Kadra. Um, I thought there were some positive signs in the brief time that he did play, which was only five starts. Took a lot of shots at that in that time. He was second most in the squad to just McBurney, who McBurney took more shots than anyone in the championship. His defensive numbers were decent, you know, pointing out to point to someone who was putting himself about a bit. I, I thought we were seeing the start of a promising season from him. Then obviously he gets an injury. It's another hamstring injury, which I think he had last season as mm-hmm. well. Mm. And uh, he's out, misses the rest of the season. Um, I enjoyed his hype man act. I think there's a lot of goodwill towards him. And maybe he can step up next season in a team that is a bit like Sander Berger. It's playing more positively and is more upbeat than the one that he joined in 2020, which was already in the muck, essentially, when he arrived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got worse from there. But... Um, Go on, I, I, I'll give him a five for that. I'll be, I'll give him three. a three. Did you say start five games? Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Five starts, five one starts, assist, yeah. one goal, and before that he offered little, I think. Um, I just, I know the injury and stuff. I don't think it was like he would get into any sort of form, though, before the injury. I think he gave us one good moment against Swansea. The Stoke thing, it was a good goal, but you know, didn't really mean anything in the end. Not Again, I'm not really sure... I, I, I can't really pinpoint what he what he's done to deserve any more than a than a three really, and we need him. To, I'm not writing him off because look at McBurney. We need him to do with McBurney next season, um, but I don't think he's offered anything to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, when when is this contract up? Is that next year? Uh, yeah, next year. Yeah, big big season, big season coming yeah. up. Difference between being a Premier League player and a Championship player next season uh, yeah. in terms of his, his next move or, or with us. Um, yeah, I, you know, as I said, there seems to be a lot of goodwill towards him from our fans. I think, I mean, we all wanted to do well. I mean, he seems like a nice kid as well. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed his, uh, you know, his celebrations. I, 
you know, there are a few sort of curmudgeonly takes of like, you know, maybe he should settle down a bit because he's not actually done that much for us this season. <laughs> I was like, nah, get stuck sure. in, lad. You know, he's enjoying it's himself. Like, I hate all this. Like, oh, he should keep his mouth shut. It's like, it's not real serious life, this. It's a game, it's a sport. Just like Arthur at <laughs> his rivalry and stuff like that. Just, you know, if Barry Bannon comes onto the pitch when they, I don't know, the playoff final or whatever and starts saying, United are crap, blah, 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 blah. I'll call him an idiot, but I'm not saying he's got no right to say it just because we're in a division higher. Just go along with it. Come on. Go along with it, yeah. so seriously. <laughs> right, we've got two players left, and we're, we're definitely ending on a high here. Which which one do you want to talk about first? I will go on McBurney, I think. Well, we'll leave the best to last as Vanessa Williams. I think it was Vanessa Williams. So anyway, <laughs> pass from the past in the 90s. Yeah, nice. Wrong podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 15 goals in 25 starts, McBurney. Uh Excellent return. Absolutely excellent return. Obviously faded at the end. I think it's pretty clear he had an injury or he had an injury that he didn't get over. I've given him an 8 out of 10, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, a massive, massive reason why we went up, Oliver Burney. And I know people still don't like him. And I know people don't want us to, to keep him. But I just think that's a fantastic return. Yeah, I think you're right. I've gone 8 out of 10 as well. Um, mm. Yeah, it was just a hell of a bounce back year for him, I thought. Um, you know, considering how dreadful he was last season, I think we might give him a two out of ten last year. We just had an absolute nightmare. If only he could have stayed fit for the full season because he was just smashing it around. You know, leading into the World Cup break, it was like Mitrovic levels of um, production and goal scoring. I guess my my knock or concern is he finished on eleven expected goals, which is still tenth most in the league if you strip out penalties, which is decent considering. Most of the people above him in that list are like Chubarak, Palm, Jokeresh, uh I think Yates for Blackpool as well. Yeah. Um, they played like between 1,000 and 1,800 minutes more, mm. but he's got to stay fit now. You know, this is, what is this, three yeah. straight seasons of him yeah. not being fully fit. Um, he's another one, by the way, who didn't get a pre-season. Another one of these people who didn't get a pre-season. Yeah. Obviously, he came into the team, he came in as a sub against Middlesbrough. Mm-hmm. I think that was his first appearance, and everyone, why are they bringing him on? <laughs> and because uh, he, he, he delivered nothing, we both wanted him out this season. I think everybody wanted him out this season, and I think the the, the, the as you said that that period basically when he scored his first goal against well that performance against Blackburn up until he got injured against Rotherham, mm-hmm. as you said, the best best striker in the league. Yeah, he looked, he looked fantastic. Uh, he had. Um... He had 8.1 xG at the World Cup break, so he only he only produced another three expected goals for the rest of the season, which I think is indicative of his his injury, I guess, or you know playing so through it. Yeah. He scored five goals off those three, so that's good. You know he, he finished above his expected goals. So as a as a finisher, he's massively come on from where he was. You know any point in the last couple of years. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I another one I'm quite interested to see in the Premier League next season, and yeah, he's. He just seems like so such a popular character as well, don't he? So, yeah, trigger that extension, give him another contract for all I care. Um, yeah, I think he's, uh, I think he's got a, a big role to play for his next season, even if we probably don't want him starting every single game. But um, yeah, easily his best season for United. Has to stay for me. If he keeps fit, we know now that he can be an asset at Championship level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he's yeah. the youngest. How old do you say were? Sorry. He's about to turn 27. 
about to turn 27. Yeah, he's got at least 10 years left in him, hasn't he? No, <laughs> maybe not. Actually, no, maybe, maybe not. I don't Famously think he's keeping himself at... Yeah. <laughs> his, his Instagram is uh, consistently eye-opening. What was he? he had an oxygen tent installed last week, and then he's... <laughs> Is shooting a fifty caliber rifle in Vegas this Incredible. week, like John Wick or something. It was just yeah. unbelievable. Well, mate, messaged me. He's a Wednesday fan, but he's not one of those, you know, idiot ones. Uh, and he just said, "Just letting you know, I hate Oliver McBurn." <laughs> that's <laughs> what we like to hear. That's what it's all about. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It really is. Right, we've got one left, and we've of course saved the best for last. And I'm not. I'm going to take a time out right now. I'm not even going to start the time wow. because that's what this guy deserves. That's Illumin and Jai, and he is the... I thought you were going to go for uh, Jake Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> he is the sole recipient of a 10 out of 10 from me this season. I'm so glad you get a 10, because I thought people were just going to be, you know, going over the top with this. Uh, no, some will say 10 to high, because he didn't get 20 goals, for instance, but A, we absolutely 1,000% don't go up if we don't have him, and B, he's the best player I've ever seen at United. Um, and at our, very wor- at our very worst this season, we were like a one-man team. Not all the way through, but when we were having our poor spell, it was, let's just hope and die can do something. All the injuries we've had, you know, no one else, Doyle out, McBurney out, McAtee not performing at times this season, all at the same time. It was all on him to create, and I think he kept us in the, in the promotion race and, and eventually got us up. He played in every single game. That's Unbelievable! Massive where yeah. he was last season. Yeah. Three thousand seven hundred minutes. Only Egan played more minutes this season. We obviously talked last summer about like, oh, if we just get more minutes out of Enjai because he could only, pl- excuse me, could only play like sixty-five minutes. <laughs> it's just gone to another level. He's become like an incredibly consistent player. Fourteen goals, eleven assists in the league for a combined twenty-five goal involvements. That's just yeah, utterly stellar. Um, yeah, he's my player of the season. It's, it's uh, you know that was apparent from about October. I give him my goal of the season award for the one against Blackburn at home, which was just phenomenal, and, and everything that's good about him. You know, he wins the ball in his own half. That's something that he does very, very well. Runs the length of the pitch, curls it in off the post. The only black mark I have against that goal is that I thought it missed. <laughs> if you remember, I think we yeah. I stood next to you and Eggy, we, we, yeah. we both put it wide, even though it was right in front of us for some yeah. reason. But phenomenal goal. Versus um, Stats-wise, versus other forwards, 94th percentile for assists, uh, 91st for shot-creating actions, 98th for take-ons, 91st for tackles, 95th for blocks. He does it all. Him and Norwood, the only two to feature in all 46 games, is a superstar. Um, I hope we get another season out of him oh, God, I'd love for him to play for his next season. But when he does leave, is another one that I'm just like, fair play, mate. We, we can't stand in your way. You are destined for for a level beyond anything Sheffield United is probably likely to reach in my lifetime. Yeah, and like I say, I think he's he started this season. Uh, he, yeah, the start of the season, if you just don't watch it. I say, yeah, this is the guy, one of our best, not not academy product, but one of the best sort of players that we've we've brought through in a real... A real talent, um, and then halfway through the season, I said, Ooh, "Do you know what? This guy is in the reckoning now for being in my favourite ever United team." Mm. And by the end of the season, I genuinely, and on art, not recency biased, think he's the best player I've ever seen for Sheffield United. I don't think anybody has got the skill levels and the strength mixed with what he has on the work rate and everything. And I, I can't think that someone, you know, the older fans listening to this who, who you know, will, will remember better players, maybe. Oh, can you think of a Sheffield United player who's had a bigger impact in a season than Endaya this season? 
I mean, the first name that springs to mind is Brown sorry, in 2002 or but... but I do. I also think with Brown, you know, yeah, he was, he was absolutely huge impacts in that season. I'm not sure if he. I don't know. I don't know if he was to the level of what Endai. He just took Brown out of that team. I think that team was still decent. We've missed 20 goals from him, which should have been, you know, massive and stuff. But we, you know, we had some other good players. Tong were on fire. We had Jagielka. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the other guy that we had. Were really McCall and Mifield were fantastic. Umlov had a fantastic season as well. Yeah. I just think you take Endai out of this side. I just don't think we go up. And that's a worry yeah. for next season because if he leaves, you know, and he could very well leave. But if he does leave, the best case scenario is we get some money for him. We can sort of rebuild, hopefully, you know, the team with with the money that we've got from him and the best case scenario is we get to see another season of him yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. can you imagine seeing him for us in the Premier League like I'm just thinking of the amount of time he's just embarrassed championship defenders I think he's going to just do that to Premier League defenders as well I think he's really I think he's going to take to take to the top flight like a duck to water you know he won't get 14 goals 11 assists next season but I, could he be our Wilfred Zahar like you know in terms of that mm-hmm. That's uh, not, thought, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not in terms of like he's the same sort of player, just um it he is the difference between us staying up, like avoiding a, avoiding relegation and getting relegated. Well like maybe Dwight McNeil as well, you could compare him to him for Burnley. Um, you know, he, their fans always used to say, you know, he, he's worth seventy million to us or whatever it is, because if he goes we will get relegated, as it happens yeah. to be relegated anyway. But yeah, yeah he, you know, can we convince him just give us one year, mate. You know, let, let's just see where where we're at in a year. Um, yeah, I hope that's the discussion that we're having this summer. You know, bigger contract for him uh, with a you know an understanding that we're not going to stand in his way next summer, regardless of what league we're in. If someone like Liverpool wants to sign him next summer, we're just going to hold our hands up and say, "Yep, you can go with our blessing." And I would hope if he knows that and he's being you know he's on a better contract, then yeah, it, it'll be willing to give us a season because he seems to love it here doesn't he you know I know that's an easy thing to say but he does genuinely seem to uh, enjoy being a Sheffield United player and be settled here and yeah he, he seems to love his he loves winning he loves his teammates from what he's you know everything you see about him um, yeah god I hope he stays <laughs> that's all I've yeah, got to say yeah 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 like, I, he's, I don't really think words can do justice to how good is I always see you know, you you sent me a proper clickbait thing yesterday, didn't you? Um, what did they compare uh, Jack Clark? Jack Clark, who I didn't even know which team he played for, and yeah, said Sunderland. He's, uh, yeah, who's better, Endai or Jack Clark? And to be fair, even the Sunderland fans were saying, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> but he's not even Sunderland's best player. But I, I, obviously, everyone's but everybody is biased towards their own team. Obviously, and they all think the players are better than everyone else, but. I just think when I see people like say I don't know, oh, Akpom's better than Endai, you know, I I just sort of chuckled to myself, sort of knowing, arrogantly knowing that this that Endai is going to be playing at arguably the highest level of football where no one else in the championship will. I, that's how good yeah. I think he is. Yeah, the thing with Endai is we're not talking like we're not talking is he the best player in the championship. We're all talking is he the best player we've ever seen play for yeah. the club. Absolutely, like, and, and there's people like my dad's age um, yep. who are saying, "Yes, he is the best player I have mm-hmm. ever seen." He obviously watched Tony Curry and and the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's how good he is. Uh, I suppose the only final note to say about him is just think how much he's improved from last season, and then think how much he might improve this summer as well and into next mm-hmm. season with 
yeah, a, you know, a club that's on an upward trajectory, or if he signs for another club who's got better infrastructure and maybe better coaching around him as well, could have other levels to go to. Exciting. It, um, I mean, it does make me laugh. It's, it's horrible thinking about him not being here. But when I see people like say, "Oh, and Dai's going to leave," he is going to leave because yeah. he's, he's too good to play for a club who whose probably biggest ambitions are going to be mid-table Premier League ever. Mm. You know, like if we're ninth place finish under Wilder might be the best placing we ever see he's, and he's better than that yeah yeah he's, he's better than anyone that played for us that season I mean it's like well, yeah. Oh, if, we're yeah. talk, if we're talking about um, yeah best ever then that's kind of obvious but he's he's streets ahead of anyone that was playing in that team yeah yeah yeah, yeah. excited to see it right mate well there we go that's everybody I think uh, yeah what just the 110 between us uh, I'll average these marks out obviously um, poor, I think poor old Ender is there again with the wooden spoon yeah, this, I think if you're winning the wooden spoon two seasons running, I don't, maybe, <laughs> maybe McBurney had it last season. That, we've got a, I don't know, like we've got a personal vendetta against him. Like he's done something. Like we, I don't know, we set up a business up or something, and he's he's ripped us off. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, well, that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm glad we're in accord on and Jai particularly because he absolutely deserves it. And uh, nice to see that we're, we're consistent with Egan as well, because that feels quite fitting for him, I think, Mr. Consistency. Yeah. Um, right, mate, well, we'll wrap that one there. We I haven't seen any retained list news yet. So as, No, as, I've just looked, just looked just before we, uh, just as you were wrapping up then, and uh, nothing as it stands. All the big news comes after we've done a pod, doesn't it? So. It does, yeah. So we'll, we'll press stop on this, and then I'm sure it'll come out. But as of right now, Billy Sharp is still a Sheffield United player, and let's, let's hope it stays that way. I've just seen, actually, one of your, I know something that you're getting really aggravated about as a point is is Phil Jones worth having a look at looking at being released by Man United I know that's something that's been winding, grinding your gears over the past couple of days <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't uh, adequately express my feelings about that on here because I you were tried, genuinely so. I felt like you were genuinely angry at me I, was, <laughs> I was I was genuinely angry his career <laughs> ended four years ago there's there's absolutely no need to be even I think it's like two like why are people saying this like, <laughs> what's going on well, I, I was alarmed because when multiple people start talking about something I worry that I've missed some news like there's an actual yeah. story that we might be yeah, in for him. yeah 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 oh my god if we do sign him I'm not renouncing this this is this is my opinion on Phil Jones <laughs> it will remain consistent I'm not I'm not changing it because of club bias. He's former crazy. Premier League winner, former England oh. international, bit of experience. Could a do Champions League play. winner, isn't he? Like, <laughs> yeah, possibly is, actually. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. Chelsea, maybe. Right, mate, let's, uh, let's wrap up because we've talked for a long time. It's, you know, I set, set the time on these things. I, should, I shouldn't really be surprised that we end up talking for an hour and a half when we do no, this because yeah. like, I can literally see how many players there are and if we're going to do three minutes. <laughs> Roy's view from uh, Player of the Season Awards. Do you want to plug that? Not end of the season, season, end end of the season, season. awards, yeah, I really enjoyed doing it. It takes quite a bit of work, actually, because you have to go through all the old ones, but um, mm. some good stuff, I think, this season. It's always good when we get promoted and you can laugh at teams. Someone actually, someone sent me this, I'm not on Reddit, but someone posted it to the Championship Forum on Reddit, and they took it in good oh. spirit as well. So, oh, good, uh, yes. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I saw the discussion that it was going to be posted on there, and I, I don't go on that subreddit. Um, I think uh, a Forest fan were on there, I don't know why they're still on there. And obviously, I gave them the most arrogant award last season, and uh, they were saying... When they say we're arrogant, we went up. It's like, yeah, fair play. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> and all you idiots uh, telling me to do a view from Peterborough when we lost, when uh, when they beat Wednesday 4-0 on Friday. Mm. Come on, Roy. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. You never know. And I'm like, come on. 
Who's laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, have been, I'd have been getting some right stick. Can you imagine that? Yeah, you would have done, yeah. So, well done. Good good call by you. Get, get <laughs> right. Saving for the final, mate. Saving for the final, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, buddy. Well, that's Roy's view from .com. And, uh, yeah, you follow yourself at Panchero on Twitter. Follow me at BlazePod. Thanks, everyone, for sticking with us through this one. We're not done. I, I think I signed off the last the last podcast as though it was like oh, we're going on holiday and we're not doing any more podcasts. But no, no we, we've got plenty more to uh, to discuss over the summer. And obviously, we will react to Blades news as it happens as well. So I imagine we'll mm. probably be talking about players that have been let go um, on the next one. And maybe that will be you know a tribute to some of these players as well, if, if indeed they are let go. So we will see. But yes, mate, we'll, we'll finish there. Thank you very much for all your efforts, as always. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll catch up with you soon, mate. Thanks again. Yeah, thanks a lot, mate. Cheers.